Non-Monogamy Help is a podcast where your questions about open, non-monogamous or polyamorous relationships are answered. Our host, Lola Phoenix, will consult a licensed therapist with over a decade of experience to address your problems. Names and locations have been changed or censored to keep your questions anonymous. You're listening to Non-Monogamy Help, the podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Non-Monogamy Help. I'm Lola Phoenix. Non-Monogamy Help is a relationship advice podcast for people in non-monogamous, polyamorous, and open relationships that comes out every other week. So if you would like your question answered on the podcast, it's also a column. So the columns come out on alternate weeks as the podcast. I'm gonna One day I'm going to come up with like a really great way of saying that that isn't so awkward. Anyway, if you would like your question answered, you can send it to nonmonogamyhelp at gmail.com. And it'll either be in the podcast or the column, or column, good grief, the podcast or the column anonymously. And you can indicate if you'd prefer it to be in the podcast or the column, if you'd like. No worries. If you would like to read the column, and I also post the podcast episodes there, you can get it at medium.com forward slash non hyphen monogamy hyphen help. If you would like to get the columns and the podcasts in your inbox and you can't be bothered with Medium or subscribing to something else, you can subscribe to the email newsletter at tinyletter.com forward slash non monogamy help, no hyphens. Um, and you can also follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash non-monogamy help to post the, pol- the columns and the podcasts there. I'm going to call them polyms because then it's like a combination of podcast and column. Anyway, you can also become a patron of the podcast, which is amazing and awesome. And even for $1 a month, it's super helpful and super supportive, helps pay for hosting, all sorts of fun things. And um, in addition to getting the pol- <laughs> look, look, I'm trying to say polum, literally trying to say polum. In addition to getting the podcast and the column um, before anyone else does, about four days before anyone else, you also get other fictiony bits that I write and um, copies of my zines, all sorts of other good stuff as well. So it's a good shout. And if you donate five dollars or more per month, then I'm going to read your name at the end of the podcast if you consent to that and you're cool with it. I'll read any name that you'd like. So usually if someone donates $5 or more, I contact them and we arrange that. So sound good? Good. Right. Let's get to this week's letter. And just a note on this week's letter, I do think it's written from a person where English isn't their fluent language. So that's why some of the grammar might be a bit odd when I read it. So just as a note. Okay, let's get to it. I've been in a relationship with my partner for not so long. At the beginning, it was like any new relationship, and during that time, he basically said that he had the same beliefs regarding relationships, love, and marriage. He knows I come from a very traditional religious family. After some time, he started telling me his expectations on how his ideal partner should be, then says that it didn't matter if there was love, and eventually evolved to him telling me that he doesn't believe in monogamous love, but polyamory, and he hasn't even tried it before. He was certain that he could love the same way multiple people and that he wants to try that and that he has seen friends who tried it and it looked good. It does go against my values and beliefs so I wouldn't try it and he wants to do it and I don't know what I should what should I do. 
It makes me doubt if he actually cares about me because polyamory sounds to me like a lazy way of getting what you want from different people without having to make any real effort in any specific relationship to make it work since you just go to another one to fill the need you have or at least that's what he said. So there's a couple of things. I find it, it it's really funny when, when I read uh, polyamory sounds like a lazy way of getting what you want. Is it was actually is really funny because I think there's a I don't know if it's a coined phrase or if it's a common saying because I don't really hang out in a lot of polyamory communities anymore but it's sort of a, a phrase that people like to use as polymon which is like Pokemon but with polyamory in it and it's the idea of like that you're just collecting people and I do think to be fair that there are some people who do, and I've mentioned this a lot before on the column and on the podcast, people who are polyamorous because they can have multiple shallow relationships where they don't have to put in any any emotional labor into anyone and they can just kind of go from person to person having a good time and not be responsible um they don't tend to want to take responsibility in any of the relationships that they have for any anyone's kind of emotional growth or anything they're just kind of in it for the fun of it which is fine if that's what you want to do but i tend to feel like from the letters that i get that these kind of people end up hurting a lot of people because people some people are in relationships for fun some people don't need to have relationships for that and i think it's just a miscommunication and a misunderstanding between people of what a relationship is because i think when you talk about polyamory like the big thing that a lot of polyamorous people try to say is especially when they compare it against swinging is that it's about relationships and it's about love but what constitutes it constitutes a relationship really differs from person to person like it's one thing between me and my like my domestic partner is that people that they I would consider that they are dating and that that are my partner's partners my partner doesn't really consider them to be partners um not to say that that my partner doesn't care about them but clearly we have a very difference of opinion of what a relationship is and what it means and what people do in them and it can be so variant variant on person to person that it's almost kind of a little bit meaningless to try and make this big distinction between polyamory and swinging in that regard and if that's the way that your boyfriend wants to do things then that's the way he wants to do things essentially unfortunately you're at kind of an Im- Im- uh, an impasse that's completely you know unless you or he changes his mind it's just not something that you can get around you know you don't seem to be open to trying it it's not something that interests you it actually goes against the values and beliefs that you have and so fundamentally there really isn't anything you can do and it sounds like your boyfriend is still trying to figure out you know what he wants out of life and that's fine like a lot of people are in that stage of their life and there's nothing wrong with that and this happens all the time it doesn't necessarily mean that anyone's in the wrong or that anyone has done anything bad it's just sometimes we have different experiences in our life where we discover things about ourselves and we decide to go a different way on things so i do think that in terms of what you should do i think you should unfortunately break up and find someone who does have whatever it is that you're interested in or whatever relationship matches the values and beliefs that are important to you unless you are in any any way interested in trying out polyamory or non-monogamy i don't think there's a point in 
trying to convince him otherwise because the thing of it is is that you know he might try it and he might decide it's not for him i think it's easy enough to see people who i mean think about it in in terms of monogamy like you see a lot of people monogamy works really great for them you see a lot of people it doesn't work great for them you know it's it's hard to say just from seeing people who try it and it works for them that it would work for you but he wants to try it out I mean, I would encourage him in general, like if he does listen to this and is going to try out polyamory, I think that one thing I'd encourage him is just to try to stop having these ideal beliefs. Like it seems like he's trying very hard to think about things less in a try and see way and more in a what he believes in. Monogamous love works for some people. Some people are monogamous. I think people who say and I've I've written a column about this before one of my hugest pet peeves are people who say they don't believe in monogamy outside like when they apply that outside of their own lives it's quite a right to say that monogamy doesn't work for you as an individual but to sort of make some grand gesture that applies to what is it seven billion human beings just because it doesn't work for you is just absolutely preposterous I mean there's literally billions of people on the planet the idea that one thing works the same exact way for every single person all the time is just a little bit silly and it's just not realistic and it's you know monogamy does work for some people and it's a valid life choice for plenty of people i really really get annoyed and i really don't want your boyfriend to become another one of these people where they're so sold on what sounds very cultish in a lot of writings about polyamory where it's you know endorsing polyamory as not just a relationship style but as some kind of weird culty way of life that's enlightened and above anyone who's monogamous it really drives me absolutely up the freaking wall because it's just not true you don't have to go to any lengths in order to describe in order to be polyamorous all you have to do is say you're polyamorous you don't have to pass a test you don't have to get a license you don't have to go on a spiritual journey you don't have to be good at communication you don't have to be good at anything and regardless of how many people want to argue that oh well you know polyamory causes you to have to communicate no it doesn't it really doesn't it really depends on the person depends on their relationships there are certain things that you know experiences that you will have you know it's just like there are probably different ways of coping that you would know if you skydived than if you didn't skydive but it doesn't mean that if you haven't skydived then you don't have any coping skills and just the way that people act like polyamory is is some type of you know 12 step program for improving everyone's life and 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 being some type of you know oh this is the way humans are or what it's it's honestly the the amount of bs never ends in my opinion when it comes to some of the stuff you read it's fine for him to not want to be monogamous himself but monogamous love does exist it's valid it's a thing that people want it's a thing that plenty of people end up in very you know if you want to can if you want to count a relationship success by you know how long people have it or the fact that no one escapes it alive or you know what one person ends up dying in it if that's what you want to measure a relationship success as there are many 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 successful monogamous relationships and just you know I think he should nip that in the bud if he's listening to this. I don't know if he's going to listen to this, but it's just something that I definitely have to comment on because if you do kind of 
come to the decision that it's something you want to try I don't want you to end up dealing with people who make you feel bad about monogamy being your choice because it's a valid choice and there's nothing wrong with it. I don't know what beliefs and values you necessarily hold that would indicate that polyamory is wrong in comparison with them. I think those are worth examining and challenging because I do kind of feel that some of the things that people attach onto monogamy, which I don't think are inherent to monogamy, can sometimes actually be really toxic for monogamous people. There is a lot of things that our culture attributes, and I don't know if you share the same culture, I'm assuming, could be wrong, but, you know, jealousy, for example, as a sign of love people being angry at someone else paying attention to you is is passed off as this noble thing like oh it's good that if your partner is is angrily jealous of someone else talking to you because it shows that they love you when it's actually very possessive and controlling behavior and that type of casual acceptance of that behavior leads to the abuse when when it escalates into abuse being normalized in society which is a problem so i do think that you know i'm not sure what values or beliefs you're referring to but i do think it's worth you thinking about because there isn't anything inherently wrong with polyamory either people do and can love more than one person and you know it your your issue in terms of you know feeling like I doubt it makes me doubt if he actually cares about me and it's kind of a lazy way of getting what you want from different people it's really hard actually like there are some people and we we'd make that kind of funny joke about polymon and the idea of people trying to collect people and generally speaking those kind of people who just date as many people as possible just tend to have a very low threshold of what they consider dating or or you know what they consider a relationship which is you know up to them and I'm not judging that but making having multiple relationships is hard work if you actually provide support and care for someone as a partner as a romantic partner or whatever however you want to do it just like you know having friendships and having a lot of deep friendships can be a lot of hard work if people need you it really depends on the person so I don't think that it's that your partner doesn't care about you people are interested in polyamory for all sorts of reasons and I think we make this assumption that because monogamy sells you this idea that you know you know your your true love and your soulmates and you complete each other and all this sorts of stuff and that in a way is kind of harmful for monogamous people because it gives them a false expectation because monogamy is hard work too it's it's all relationships are hard work especially the more you're kind of living together all the time and being around each other all the time that can be hard work regardless of whether you're monogamous or polyamorous and so i think that people get this feeling that oh well if my partner wants to date other people then i must not be enough um and i've talked about this on the podcast and the columns before but it's not really how it works just like if someone has one kid they don't have another kid because one kid wasn't enough that's just not how you know you don't have one best friend and then decide to meet other people or make new friends because having that one friend isn't enough like it's just not how it works it's not a matter of whether or not one person is enough or not it's different people bring different things into your life and that's why you have more than one friend that's why you know you don't say to your you know parent one parent you say to the other parent oh well one parent's enough thanks I don't need you bye um it's it's different people bring different things into your life and as long as you know you can have a lot of 
stable, really loving relationships, whether they're romantic relationships or friendships. I think one of the things that I really like about polyamory is that it encourages me to rethink my assumptions about which relationships are or should be valued. I think our society encourages us to see romantic relationships as the most important relationships and other relationships other relationships is less important which I don't think is the case I think friendships are extremely important and very undervalued in our society so you know I think that you're you're making the assumption about you know your boyfriend's motivations behind polyamory and also kind of about the way people do it I will I don't doubt in all honesty that there are some people and maybe your boyfriend is one of them who see polyamory as just a, a a collect them all thing where they can have one person for each need they have and if you know what if it works for them and, and that's how they want to do it and they're not hurting anyone and they're very clear about the expectations then I think that's fine I think it, it becomes a problem when someone is you know there's a miscommunication about what a relationship means and someone is expecting emotional support and not getting it from someone because that person's kind of just there for the fun of it that's when the when there's problems but i think it doesn't really matter like you know whether your boyfriend could honestly care you can mean the world to him or yeah you could mean the world to him and if you have this fundamental difference of compatibility, which is he wants to try polyamory and you don't, not only do you not want to try it, but it's actually against your values and beliefs. And there isn't really anything that you can do about that. I think, unfortunately, in this case, it's quite simple. You just have to break up. Yeah, I, I wouldn't encourage you to go against your values and beliefs to save a relationship. I think if that's honestly how you feel, then that's how you feel and that's valid. So yeah, that's kind of like, the only thing that I can really suggest if you're really against even trying it. If you do change your mind about that, I would encourage you to think about the reasons you'd be interested in non-monogamy if you wanted to and not just do it for the sake of, of one person. Or look, there are a lot of probably things written online about uh, monogamous people who are in polyamorous relationships, like where they're monogamous with one partner, but that partner sees other people. That's a thing that can happen, and, and I've seen happen reasonably successfully, however we want to define success in relationships. So it is a possibility, but at this point, yeah, I think if, if you're really against it, there really isn't anything you can do but go your separate ways. And don't, you know, it's better to actually go your separate ways on a positive and more or less like on a both coming to a realization that you just have a basic Im incompatibility instead of trying something and you both getting hurt and then separating on a bad note i think yeah better to separate now instead of waiting until it explodes more or less i'm sorry i don't have better things to say or better ways you can work around it um but i really think that's probably for the best and i hope this helps and good luck Thank you so much for listening to Non-Monogamy Help. Yeah, just a reminder again, if you want to be super awesome, I would really appreciate it if you would consider becoming a patron. It's really helpful for me. It's like, it's not only just like, because obviously hosting the podcast costs money, but, and also the way I manage social media costs a little bit of money to kind of effectively plan things in a way that doesn't impact my mental health really negatively. So if there's even just like $1 a month is like contributory towards the whole thing, but it also kind of just makes me feel a bit encouraged in that this is a useful tool for you or that you enjoy it or 
before and you know i always welcome for my patrons to kind of send me feedback make requests things like that i always welcome their opinions and advice on things so yeah i'd really really appreciate it if you become a patron and if you are a patron who donates five dollars or more then your name gets to be read at the end of the podcast and i'm gonna read those now at the time of recording the patrons are laura laura boylan sorry chris albury jones franzi and james wartell thank you folks so much for (laughs) for being patrons i really really appreciate it anyway yeah so that's episode 19 um i'm doing the seasons in episodes of 10 i don't know if you noticed so yeah the next episode will be the last in season two and then i'll probably have a bit of a break and then um it'll be the third season yeah um, it'll almost be it'll be a few months it's not quite yet gonna be a year since i started the podcast but it'll be coming up on that in a few months so that'll be exciting i'll try and think of something interesting to do for the for the year celebration if i can but otherwise yeah i just appreciate everyone continuing to listen like honestly and if you can if you have any ability to give a rating sorry if you've been hearing sirens occasionally i am still recording it in my flat yeah if you have the ability to give a rating i would super super appreciate it um especially on itunes or anywhere i don't know of all the places that there are ratings possible so yeah if you can give a rating share it on social media on twitter it's non-monogamy help no hyphens all of that is really really appreciated and yeah just taking some extra time out this time around to say thank you so much for listening and being awesome and supportive yeah i will you i keep saying i will see you next week one day i will stop saying that you will hear the next episode the week after next or whenever it comes out again it's like microsoft just comes out whenever no it it, i do have a schedule it is scheduled it's not just random i promise anyway thank you so much bye You've been listening to Non-Monogamy Help. Our podcast music has been provided by Chris Albury-Jones at albury-jones.com and the art was made by Dom Jung at d-o-m-d-u-o-n-g.com. Thank you for listening.